Welcome to Digital Marketing That Puts People First, brought to you by The Online Co, where we believe the best way to help your business grow is to do exactly that, put people first. I'm James Parnwell, and in this episode, we're going to talk about the three components of an effective digital marketing strategy. Are you thinking about doing some SEO or some Google Ads or maybe some social media marketing? Well, we're going to explain how that's not the first question you should be asking, and it's also not the last. There are three important steps to an effective strategy and people usually start with question two and that approach is riddled with problems. My co-host as always is Jess Caluso. G'day Jess. Hi James. Now have you ever seen a disaster where someone's just done question two, hey let's do some social media or something and uh, it just hasn't worked? I've seen a lot of those disasters. (laughs) There's one that really comes to mind because it's pro- it's probably the worst disaster I came across was uh, a few years ago, a client who was running some Facebook ads. So they're running some video ads through Facebook and Facebook's network. Um, so for context, this client, uh, their, their ideal customer was B2B. Um, so they created a specific type of furniture for a very niche, niche industry. Yeah. Uh, so it was, it was, it was a super niche type product. These Facebook ads that they were running had a frequency of being shown to, to users on Facebook of 80. So each person who saw their ad, they saw it 80 times. Ouch. (laughs) Yeah. And and when I spoke to this customer about it, they just said, well, everyone tells me Facebook ads is a good idea. So I thought we should do some Facebook ads and they went and did them. It didn't stop and consider like sort of anything else it was just like i've been told to do facebook ads i'm going to do and that's the problem that we want to address because that campaign wasn't working and they stopped and then they that that's right yeah i made them stop those ads very quickly actually then lurch to oh seo will fix it and maybe or google ads will fix it or maybe maybe uh potentially writing will fix it well maybe (laughs) and they lurch they lurch from tactic to tactic and uh, yeah, we're missing the other two questions that we want to talk about. That's right. That's right. So I think we should get into these Let's. questions and, and, and unpack this a little bit more. So uh, really what we're talking about today, James, is the strategic framework. So we want to talk about our, stra- our strategy, tactics, and execution. Can you unpack those three questions yeah. just a little bit to so start Let's go with? through them one by one, but just quickly... What we're explaining is that there's one strategy, two tactics, three execution, and people jump straight to two. Let's do Facebook ads. Yes. Well, that didn't work. And then they lurch straight to another. Let's do SEO. Well, that didn't work. And um, they haven't stopped and done the strategy piece. Now, the strategy piece is about people. You actually want to throw out the technology and understand your customer. That's the first thing. And it has to be the first part. It has to that be That has first, to be the it? first question. Yeah. Yeah. Now, if your friend with the niche B2B furniture application had have looked at their customer more deeply, there's every chance that they wouldn't have considered Facebook ads as a, as a necessary That's, You're absolutely right. Yeah. Absolutely. So they're asking a tactical question before they're asking a people question. And you've got to remember, the, way to, the best way to grow your business is by putting people first. This is, this is the truth, right. right? And marketing is a people business. It's about... People in business mm-hmm. communicating to people who are customers. 
And the tactics thing goes, no, technology will fix this. No, no, it won't. You've got to understand first. So you've got to get that, that strategy piece first. Then the tactics are all the different options. Now, this niche furniture supplier, um, the fact that they're B2B doesn't mean Facebook ads wouldn't have worked. Uh, Absolutely. The fact that they're furniture doesn't mean Facebook ads wouldn't work. And the fact that they're niche, not necessarily Facebook would have, wouldn't have worked. But in this particular case, once analysing the clients, then it, didn't, it was the wrong tactic. But there's only so many ways yeah, yeah. to do your digital marketing. There's only so many sort of channels out there or tactics is what we say. So then you've got to select from them. Mm. That's, that's the second one. The third one is execution, actually implementing them well. Now, your friend has yeah. implemented them badly. Like eight people seeing it and add 80 times each means you're really wasting money. You're irritating people. You're probably talking to the wrong people. They should be dropping off after Absolutely. like a few views is okay, but 80 is like, wow, over the top. Yeah. So you need all three done in order to have success. Good strategy without yeah. tactics and execution doesn't work. Picking tactics, we've already said, doesn't work. And executing, well, executing what? To who is, what are we saying to whom? Yeah, you've got to have all three. So it's important, yeah, you've got to have all three and you've got to have them in that right order. So Correct. strategy, tactics, and Yeah, the first execution. one leads to the second, the yeah. second leads uh, to the third. Absolutely. Well, well, how about we jump in and we unpack question one a bit more, which is strategy. Yeah, we, we've boiled this down to a question. One question, how do we achieve business goals by communicating with the right people at the right time with the right message? There's four elements to that question. Can I just say quickly, I, I really love how you've boiled that down to, to make it like strategy is such a broad thing and it, we've really narrowed it down into just four key components and it's like, oh, okay. Yeah, it feel, so, starts um, to know, feel Strategy's simple. not this yeah. big, big, yeah, big thing that I can't achieve. It really brings it in and goes, okay, these are just four elements that I need to answer and understand, and then I can build the strategy around that. So well, continue. Yeah, so let's talk about the business goals. Most people I talk to, their yeah. business goal is I want more leads or I want to grow. <laughs> I yeah. want to grow. And that's, yeah. you know, that's fine. Uh as a business owner, there probably needs to be a bit more detail to that. Like if you're looking to grow 10%, what's the staffing implications? What's the finance implications? There's other things that go there. And this is not absolutely this is not an HR or a finance podcast, but there's other components of your business that are going to be impacted. The, the sales side is the other important piece because marketing is going to develop mm -hmm. leads. So marketing develops, let's call them unqualified leads. You get 10 leads. And mm -hmm. out of those 10 leads maybe only five are qualified leads. Now, some people are shocked at that. They go, oh, hang on, I'm going to get 10 leads that all want to do business. With. Well, no, because you, you get marketing will create, will attract some of the wrong people. Uh, it, it, there's no way to perfect that. You, you hone your message to try and minimize it, but you're not getting that to zero. So out of then your five qualified Absolutely. leads, you're then going to convert some of those into sales. So what you need to know is how many leads convert uh, qualified, how many qualified convert to sales, and then you can figure out how many leads I need in order to grow my business by 10%. That's just some maths. Nine out of 10 people I speak to don't do that. So if you're listening to this and you want to be in the top 10%, yeah. there you go. That's the thing you need to do. 
Business goals. The yeah. second one is the right people. Now, in last month's podcast, we spent a lot of time talking about how to identify your customer. There were six stages to that. There's six points. We started with the story theory. We applied that story theory to business. We gave you a really clear example, one of our clients. Um, then we showed you how to choose an actual customer to create a persona, which was number five. And then to combine the big picture persona with an actual customer story to get the big and little picture to create a really clear picture of who your right people are. When you've got that, you are now looking at a real human being. You understand their needs, their pain, what's going on in their life, how you're solving their problems and how you're really helping them. That's another really important piece. We've got a whole other podcast, so go ahead and listen to that one if you want more details. I, don't, I yeah. won't repeat it all here. If I was going to yeah. say that if you hadn't, yeah, if you hadn't haven't listened to that one, that's an important step. There is so much gold in that episode. Understanding, yeah. The right then, then the next thing is right time and right message, and these two intertwine. And next, in the next podcast, we're going to be talking about this in more detail. But let me unpack it a little bit. You have customers out there who've never heard of you. They're not going to do business with you. Shock horror, hey? <laughs> yeah, right. So you need to make them aware. Then you have people who have heard of you and like you, but they're not ready to do business either. Then you have people who know you, like you, they're ready to do business, and maybe you just haven't asked yet. And you need to communicate. They're at different times, and you can need to communicate with them at different with different messages. Um, raising awareness to people that have never heard of you, educating people that know you and like you but aren't ready to buy, and then just asking the question, come and buy from us to those who are ready. There's three different messages there and there's three different timings. And so your campaign needs to take those three different things into account. Absolutely. Sometimes if you have like a very low priced product that's quite simple, so like a fast moving consumer good, chewing gum or a Coke, or, you know, soft drink or something, um, <clears throat> you don't really need to educate some people so much down that down that funnel, particularly if you're an established brand. And we often think about our marketing in terms of the big people, McDonald's, Coca-Cola, those those guys. Big, big brands. Yeah, yeah out there who've been marketing for 100 years. Um, and then you as a small business or a medium business or even a corporate who doesn't have that level of brand awareness think you want to market like that and, and you actually need to communicate quite differently because nobody's heard of you. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. 1% no. of the population or 0.5% no. <laughs> has heard of you. It's a, it's a different game. Yeah. You made a really good point, uh, point there too around pricing. Like if you have a really inexpensive price point for your, your product or your service, the, the timing and, and the messaging of that marketing is very different to a business that is quite expensive either per month or a one-off payment or that type of thing but it's you know several thousand yeah. dollars perhaps so you've got to you've got to take that into consideration as well you know your business may not be like mcdonald's or or some of those big big and brands it might be like if, if you're building a home for example well that's a completely different right. message and timing that you've got to have compared to if you just want to go and buy a cheeseburger yeah um the issue is that all of that corporate big marketing is what's front of mind to everybody. So when you're a small business, that's what mm. you think marketing is. 
Yeah. And that's, and that's why it's important to, and I'll just recap that strategy question, but it's, it's important to consider those all the four elements of it. So how do we achieve our business goals by communicating to the right people at the right time with the right message? And if you go through those steps as you've just unpacked, you'll, you'll realise, well, hey, that big corporate marketing isn't suitable for my business. It usually, it usually isn't. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so there's usually only a handful yeah. of businesses doing yeah. that. <laughs> That's right. Uh, all right, well, let, let's move on to question number two then, which is the tactics question. Okay. So let's unpack so the tactics I want to use an analogy here around, um, like the main roads of a city are where most of the cars are. I live in Sydney and there's the M4 that goes through the middle of the city. There's the M2 that comes from the northwest. There's the M5 that comes from the southwest. There's the M7 that goes around the western side and there's the m1 that goes around the eastern side there's only they're the they're the main roads those roads have the most people on them of any roads in sydney and the internet's the same there's only a few websites that have most of the people on them all the time and in order to market to maybe 95 percent of your customers you only have to choose from a few limited tactics these are google ads and seo they're both google just two different approaches to doing google then there's facebook paid and organic mm-hmm. instagram paid and organic linkedin and email that's about it now some of you are thinking well yeah. what about tiktok and snapchat and pinterest those can apply there's they're smaller roads and there's still plenty of people on them yeah uh, and and there's others too so and right, we're not right, saying that yeah. they're not relevant we're just saying that for hit 95 percent of your customers you probably don't need them now for your specific business Pinterest might be valuable, and if so, then go ahead and do it. But all the others, like everybody's on Facebook, everybody's on Instagram, everybody's on Google. When I say everybody, just about everybody. So you can you can hit you can hit yeah, most of your, your target market just doing those. Yeah. Then there's a bunch of supporting services uh, or supporting tasks that can feed into those. So like, so like video and photography. If you're doing social media, you're mm. going to need some photography and some video. You're going to need it potentially for SEO yeah. as well. There's things like email automation. There's doing uh, digital PR. There's uh, entering competitions. So if you enter a competition and you win, then you put that in your social media and it gives you a boost. Uh, there's lead magnets so you can develop uh, email lists. Uh, there's chatbots. There's things like social media templates. There's email templates. There's web design and graphic design. So there's some other things. There's so much other things that yeah, can come into it. But, but they support the main roads. Absolutely. And the conversation we were having before is around, or at the beginning of the podcast was around, hey, people just sort of choose one of these tactics off the shelf and have a crack. They haven't considered their goals. They haven't considered their customer. They haven't considered timing and messaging. So as soon as you pick off, Google ads, right? Who are you targeting? Well, we have a crack. Mm. Have we thought about that deep, deeply? How many leads do we need in order to get to a sale? Well, we, we, we don't know. Um, we don't, uh, are we kind yeah. of shouting at people who are cold and not ready to buy? Uh, we haven't asked any of those strategic questions. If you've done this in the right order, you have answered all of those, and you might say, well, Google ads actually is not the right tactic. And no. go ahead, save yourself three to six months of pain and X thousand dollars. <laughs> 
Yeah, for those that live in Sydney, it's like trying to go north but using the um the M5, <laughs> taking the Hume Highway, <laughs> heading the, the opposite way. direction. Yeah. <laughs> oh. So that leads us then, I suppose, to 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 the execution. So we we know that there are we're looking at point two. There's all these different tactics, and we've got to look at which is the right one. Then we come into the execution. So. Now we've got all the pieces of the the puzzle together. We actually need to do the work. Yeah. <laughs> it's no, no good at understanding your strategy and what tactics you want to do unless you're actually going to do them. So um, I guess this leads us into our digital marketing playbook. Um, do you want to unpack pack that bit, James? Right. So the purpose of the digital marketing playbook is to put together a 12-month execution plan. What are we going to do over the course of the next 12 months? For each of those tactics, talking to the right people. So I'm giving you the end point and then I'm pointing you backwards through what it is we're going to get there. Mm. Planning is a big differential between success and failure. Absolutely. And if I go, and I guess we keep beating this drum. If you're saying, hey, we want to try Facebook ads, it basically means you've done no planning and you're going to try to see if something works by throwing money at it. Can I suggest taking a month doing some deep research and doing putting together a 12-month plan will be far cheaper <laughs> than, than throwing money at a, at, a, at a tactic. You'll save money, but you'll save time as well. That's right. And you'll also, you're also going to learn a lot more. You're, it, by, by taking a month to properly plan and, and strategize, you're going to learn a heck of a lot more than what you would at just throwing money at, say, Facebook ads or Google ads and what information that data is going to give back to you because the data is probably not going to be helpful anyway Yeah, because you haven't done any planning. Yeah, that's right. So the plan's got to have a few elements. The first element is a voice. How is it that you are going to sound in the market that's different to everybody else, that's unique to you? Mm-hmm. You know when you um, talk to the tax office these days? they register you using your voice because everybody has a unique voice. Mm. I'm identified by my voice, James Parnwell. And so um, you can get into the tax office. They'll, they'll, they'll talk to you. Um, mm. Your business is the same. Yeah. Typically when we look at a industry, everybody's saying the same things the same way. We talk about potato soup, right? This industry is a potato <laughs> soup. It's got big lumps of white bits in it amongst other white sauce. It's like everything looks the same. You need to be like a piece of chili in that red soup. You need to stand out and be different. doesn't mean you have to be weird and wacky. You just got to have your unique unique point. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So your voice will be what are we, what's unique about us, and what's unique about our customer, and how does that interface? How do those two things talk? Mm -hmm. How can we communicate with clarity? How can we communicate within 10 seconds? We've talked about that in a previous episode as well. How can we get our messages across with in under 10 seconds if they come to our website? If they're on social media, I actually forget the number. I think it's like 0.4 seconds as they scroll through. Really yeah, it's some of them. No yeah, time. Under a second. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you don't have time to be clever and sincere and deep and poetic and funny. You just got to be clear. You got to get to the point. To yeah. Introduce all those things afterwards. So that's your voicing. The next thing is your industry. You want to analyze seven to 10 competitors. And see who is doing what. Who's doing what well. Mm. We typically see one or two things. Either there's like a marketing hero in your industry. Somebody who's doing things awesome. 
and what that means is they're getting all your leads. <laughs> yeah, they're yeah. Getting, yeah, they're getting the market share. Yeah, they're sitting on the top of the pile, and they're the old eighty twenty percent, eighty twenty rule. They're probably getting eighty percent of the eighty percent of the work. Um, you want to know what it is they're doing. Yeah, and you want to take every learning possible. You're never going to copy stuff. You're not going to copy their Facebook posts. No, I'm But you're going to say, no. oh, this is this is their target market. This is how they're communicating with them. You, and you may take lessons and you might copy their tactics. Oh, they're doing Google Ads? Well, we need mm. to be doing Google Ads. Oh, they're spending this much? Yeah. Well, we can't afford that much at the moment. We can do 25% of that and get started. We can take their, mm. some of those leads from them. Um, yeah. That's the first thing. You see a hero. The other thing is... It's kind of not a lot happening. There's all this blue sky opportunity. And then you can jump in and say, right, we're going to rank number one for all the terms in Google because nobody's bothered. Mm. We've seen this a few times. Uh, or there's, there's kind of no thought leader in this space. So we can jump in and take that, mm. that piece ourselves. It's usually one of, those, one of those two. Sometimes it's just a mass of people all sort of equally vying. And then you want to know who's, uh, who's doing what in that space. And get ahead of the pack. Mm. Then you want to have an SEO strategy for a year. You want a Google ad strategy for a year. You want a Facebook strategy for a year. You want an Instagram, LinkedIn, email strategy for a year. Now, what that means is you know where you're doing which activities, how much work is involved, um, what success looks like, and how that's going to roll out. And you've got mm. a year in place. Now, a year is about the right sort of time to figure out what's working and what's not. In truth, there's some activities you wouldn't want to do for a year if they're not working. Um, yeah. Given that you've done a fair bit of analysis and put a lot of thinking into this, the odds of it working are now drastically raised. Much um, higher, absolutely. Yeah. But, well, I mean, to be honest, what we do is with some clients, we just say to them, don't do Google Ads, it's not going to work. And we just save them the money and the time, mm. right? Don't do it for three months and then knock it on the head because it doesn't work. Just don't do it. We can see we've done the projections. It doesn't work. But having that 12-month plan mm. gives you clarity around what you're trying to do and what success looks like. Because that then leads to the next question, which is how much is this going to cost? Yeah, Because you need to put that in your budget. You need to know, yeah. Now, people are going to invest probably at three different levels. People just want to get started. There's people really looking to grow. And there's other people who are like, we really need to accelerate this business. We're looking to scale. We're ready to drive higher. You need to look at two things, your budget and your appetite for growth and make sure those two things um, are compromised and working well. Some people go and talk to their accountant. Accountants typically a bit anti-marketing. Not all. Mine's yes. not, thank thankfully. Uh, but the account We do love is, accountants, but sometimes yeah, they're just anti-marketing. <laughs> sometimes. Anti, Anti-risk, I should say. Anti-risk. Yes, that's probably it. But you, in truth, you need, to, you need to invest your marketing at a level that lets you sleep at night. If mm. you're stressed because you're spending this money and you could be losing, you might be, uh, you know, making a loss each month because you're spending too much on marketing, don't invest there. Yeah. Lower absolutely. your investment and, and, and increase as your business grows. Grow your marketing up with it. Um, mm. And then you go and execute that rollout plan according to your monthly, your monthly structures. Now, this is what we do in our playbook. We do all of this for you. There's two meetings up front, an exploration meeting and then the actual playbook presentation meeting. 
and then we go ahead and do each month for you and we execute it all for you. Right, you know, what are the keywords we're targeting in in, in SEO and what are the what is it we're going to post on Instagram and what emails are we sending out? And we write it all for you and we do all the work and then give you a monthly report, which is in video, so you can have a 10, 15-minute summary of what's going on in your marketing and you're fully on board and a three-month milestone meeting so that you can analyze with us what's changing in your world, what's changing the business, what's changing the economy, what's changing the technology, and we can keep course correcting to make sure that it's working. That's a good point that you raised actually about course correcting. Although we plan for 12 months, it's not not as though it's, okay, we set it, set and forget, this is it. This is all we're doing for 12 months. We're not going to look at anything. Every month we're looking at the data and the results and analysing and saying, okay, do we need to change course? To, is perhaps Facebook ads now not the right tactic? It has something changed in the market and we need yeah. to, to move away from that. Uh, and then, as you mentioned, the quarterly meeting as well is sort of a, a, a another good sort of point in time where we're looking at the last three months, what has happened, and then making sure that what we had planned initially for the next three months is still the right thing to do. So if you feel like that would be helpful, feel free to jump on our website. Uh, just type in the online co into Google and click the red button to have a quick chat. and We'll have a quick chat. Be lovely. And um, then we can get started on that playbook process. Well, I think that's it, James. I think we've covered off the strategy, tactics and execution pretty well. I think so. Hopefully that gives people who are not marketers enough framework to say, hey, I need to Mm. uh, to stop and pause for one month, do a strategy, uh, tactics and execution. I need to get those three bits and then roll it out consistently and professionally and successfully, more importantly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, this episode of Digital Marketing That Puts People First was brought to you by The Online Co. Production and music by Harry Parnwell, and you can find us at theonlineco.net. If you found this helpful or you know someone who you think it might help, please feel free to share it with them. We'd love you to click subscribe and leave us a review. Take care, guys. Bye.